0: And we're back. Welcome back to the Auto Authorities podcast. My name is Jay and Gerald, coming to you live. What is going on in the automotive world with this UAW strike? We are going to let you know, and it is crazy. You ready to do this,
1: Gerald? Yeah. just as a word of warning, if you need to get your car fixed, um, do it.
0: Do it like now, right? Right now. Yeah we're going to talk about that have you ever felt like you were taken for a ride while buying selling or repairing your car well not anymore i'm jay and this is the podcast to tell you what to watch out for whether you are buying selling or repairing your car with over 26 years of automotive experience we are the auto authorities this podcast is sponsored by iautoagent.com we're real estate agents for cars yeah, We're back. Welcome back to the Auto Authorities Podcast. I'm Jay. That's Gerald. We're coming to you live, and we are giving you a UAW update. And Gerald just left a little bit of a teaser, but we're going to get to that here in a second after we thank our sponsors, iAutoAgent.com. That's I like integrity, AutoAgent.com. They are real estate agents for cars where they help individuals sell their vehicles, and they market, they list, they show the vehicle at no cost to the seller, and they'll even handle that entire buying transaction nationwide. They'll find the vehicle, they'll deal with the dealer, and they tee it up. When you approve the deal, you go to the dealer, and only when you approve the deal. And of course, they have their commercial division as well, where they help businesses with fleets of vehicles, acting as a strategic partner, helping them buy those vehicles, those really, really tough-to-find fleet vehicles. They help them sell them for maximum profit and handle those tedious tasks like maintenance and upkeep and all of those different things. And we have Gerald with Wrestling With Sales. Gerald, tell us a little bit about Wrestling With Sales.
1: Yeah, uh, coming up this week, we actually spoke with your dad's favorite wrestler from St. Louis, Dan the Dad. He is um, he's pretty unique. He'll actually get out there and wrestle a match wearing his golf shirt, New Balance shoes, and drinking a cup of hot coffee while he's wrestling. He's a really entertaining guy. He's worked hard to build an international career from St. Louis. Just got back on a trip from Japan. You can see that on YouTube, and it'll also be on the Fired Up Sports Network on a lot of the streaming apps.
0: Wow, sounds fun. Well, (laughs) I'll tell you, if you guys are just tuning in and you want to watch us live, we come live to you Tuesday at 12 p.m. on the Facebook group page and LinkedIn. Just click the Join Group button on the Facebook group page and you can watch us live, and that's 12 p.m. Central Time. You can also watch us on the YouTube page, and we want you to subscribe. So listen to this right now. Go to the Auto Authorities, go to the YouTube page, click Subscribe, be notified of all of our podcasts, and if you just want to listen to us on the way to work, we have 19 different channels. You can simply go to the autoauthorities.com and see every channel we have. We have 19 worldwide. Go to iTunes, Pandora, you name it. Go to the autoauthorities.com and you can also leave us a message there. And guess what? We will personally respond to your message, won't we, Gerald? Mm-hmm. So, Gerald, let's let's talk about this UAW strike. It's getting heated, 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 and it's going to affect all of us, isn't it? Yeah, and <clears throat> just to put a little caveat on
1: it, if you have a Ford vehicle, not as big a deal. Because it seems like Ford is actually getting fairly close to making a deal with the UAW. They're not hammering on Ford. The Ford parts depots aren't being shut down. The Ford factories not on strike. The biggest Ford factory in the country, the biggest auto factory in the country is 10 minutes away from me. The Como, Missouri plant where they make the F-150 and the transit vans, that's still open and that is the number one cash cow for Ford. I mean, it just is. And I think if you take a look at it, part of the reason why Ford is playing nice and GM and Stellantis, which is Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, aren't, where do U.S. automakers make their money? What vehicle makes the money? For the big three.
0: Oh, the trucks. The, the trucks, DVD. the 1500s. Yeah. Absolutely. If you're I didn't know you were buy... asking me that question. Yeah. Be, we're on a game show.
1: Yeah, yeah well, I mean, it, but if you're looking to buy an American truck. Your choice of buying a truck that's made in America. It comes down to two. Unless you're buying a big one. A 1500, your standard truck. Ford makes them in America. And Toyota makes them in America. The Tundra is made in San Antonio, Texas. And the F-150s are made in Detroit and in Kansas City. Claycomo, Missouri, suburb of Kansas City. If you want to buy a Silverado, a Sierra, you're getting a truck that's made in Mexico. If you're buying a Dodge Ram, you're getting a truck that's made in Mexico by a primarily Italian-owned company. And I think that's part of the reason why They're not playing as nice with the UAW and the ramping up of the strike. What's happened and you'll see the effect as soon as this video is out, it'll actually start hitting. If you're watching this, it's going to be resonating with you right now. The UAW on Friday announced that they are expanding the strike to cover 38 parts distribution centers for General Motors and Stellantis. So you're thinking, okay, well, hey, they're not going to be able to make the cars because they'll run out of parts and they'll have to shut down the factories. All right, no big deal. And and I think that's what most people are taking from it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The reality is, though, it's a lot more involved than that because almost every dealership in the country operates on just-in-time availability of parts. Everyone. You go to dealerships and you think, man, they must have these huge warehouses of parts they used to but not anymore it's all just in time you don't have the parts center open as soon as they run out of their day supply of parts you don't have the ability to get
0: anything done at a dealership except oil changes and tire rotations that's going to be a huge huge issue and everybody's going to be affected by this and that's Mm -hmm. really what we're trying to convey for all you listeners is that this is this is getting nasty and and you know here i'm just going to say you know my theory is forge trying you know they're they're like you said they're building vehicles in america they care more you get into some of these foreign countries uh, they don't they don't care and also let's face it they want to they they supply these auto these dealerships all these 1,500 trucks, because there's huge profit margins in them, they just flooded them with them because they're, they're going to make lots lots of profit. And then they recently just put incentives on Rams and some of the other 1,500s. Well, mm-hmm. now my prediction is the longer this thing goes, because the supply is going down and when yeah. the supply goes down, prices go up. And so they're just playing the game right now and it'll be really interesting. And you you had, um, you had said to me earlier today about a chicken fight. I really think you're right about that.
1: Yeah, well, and keep in mind, and th- this is something that people should uh, keep in mind too when they're saying, oh man, those trucks are stacking up. How's Ford, how's GM, how's Chrysler making money? They already made their money. When manufacturers say, we sold at retail X number of vehicles. They don't mean when a customer buys them. They, the brand, already sold the car. The dealership bought them. The dealership having cars is no different than going into a Dillard's and buying a pair of Colhans. colhan already sold the shoe. They sold it to Dillard's. Mm. It's Dillard's problem now. When Ram, Jeep, Dodge, when they ship uh, Jeep Grand Wagoneer 2 touching $100,000 to your local Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership, and they already have three of them, it's their problem. It's the dealer's problem. The manufacturer's done. And like you said, Jay, the only time the manufacturer is dipping into their pockets is if they do an incentive. And if you're looking at a special rate, which some brands are advertising special rates of five point four nine, the Fed funds rate's five point five. They're giving up literally one one hundredth of a percentage. That's that's nothing. It's
0: meaningless. It's greed. It is just. It's just greed. And man, it. I wish money wasn't such, such an issue. It it, it is though. And when money's involved, it becomes greed. And that is what we're seeing right now. They're not paying people what they're worth. Um, You know, even, I'll I'll just even like completely go off a little bit of a tangent here. One of my, uh, one of my kids is looking for a, for a job and uh, just, just going to a local gym you know, they're, they're, they're going to pay $12 an hour. Like, Mm -hmm. Are are you kidding me? You 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 can't like you can't even like live on twelve dollars an hour. So that's what's happening to the people that are making our cars. And unfortunately, we're not riding uh, to work on horses anymore. We need no, I mean,
1: sixteen dollars an hour at thirty eight hours a week, so they can be full time, temporary, part time workers for mm-hmm. two years. That's that's what people are getting paid when they start at a UAW factory now that that's insane and that is the that is the point of contention that's what it's coming down to they got some clawbacks in 2008 when the auto companies looked like they were going to collapse and treasury official steve ratner was involved in looking out at the analytics because we all thought the economy was going to tank and it wasn't going to come back and man we need the auto companies because they're such a huge driver of economic activity yeah. The big three are called the big three for more reason than one. They're not just three brands. Their economic activity accounts for 3% of the nation's GDP. You don't think that's a big deal, right? I mean, hell, you got 97% still out there. But think about it this way. A good economic year is 2% GDP growth. A horrible recession is losing 3%. If you don't have the big three, you're in a recession immediately because you just lost 3% of the economy. So that's why everybody freaked out. And the UAW saw it and they said, oh, yeah, hey, we're in. We're going to help. We'll take the cuts. Let's go. We need to. We need to keep these jobs. Well, the only problem was the U.S. companies have made more profits year over year the last four years. No industry benefited more from the COVID crisis than automotive industries. From the top to the bottom, manufacturers, distributors, dealerships, salespeople, mm-hmm. all made more money than they've ever made. A lot of them more than they ever imagined making. Yeah. There's plenty of local dealerships that made more money the last four years than they did the previous 50 years combined. Good point.
0: One of Except the, things- the only
1: people who didn't benefit? The UAW workers—they got nothing. They're still working temporary, full-time, part-time jobs, making sixteen dollars an hour. They could quit and go start at the quick trip down the street and make four dollars more an hour. It's utterly insane.
0: Let's talk about what's <gasps> on the table. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, no. I mean, here you bring up a good point. Let's talk about what's on the table right now. Is the fact that they're at twenty, a twenty? They want to, they want a forty percent raise, and they're at. They basically have agreed. Uh, they're at 20% now so they're 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 like still double what they want and yeah. versus what they're willing to, what the UAW is willing to give them
1: uh, yeah not, and I'm sure they want the they want the phase in to full pay cut down because right now there's really it's called the two tier system but it's really a three tiered system you're not hired in as a full union worker it takes you 8 years to get there i'm sure they want that you know either dramatically scaled down or eliminated
0: yeah it, it's absolutely um, it's crazy and and I guess all of our hopes is that this this thing goes away sooner than later because what we're sure. starting to see is we were starting to see declines in the market and now because of the strike lately at the auction prices have jumped up again and this is yeah. gonna this is gonna cause, Another potential shortage, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, auction prices last month went up
1: 1.5%, which is really kind of reversing the declines Mm -hmm. that you saw the last couple of months. Right, It's been declining about a percent a month, which Mm -hmm. is still crazily low versus what it should. I mean, I think normally it's about a 3% drop per month, historically, so we just got to dropping 1%, but now you're already back up. So, yeah, no, it's it's definitely creating a gap. And you still have that, you have that hole of 8 million less cars produced over the last four years that would have been produced. So you're already at a built-in structural shortage that's going to take years to overcome at full production. And obviously, we're not at full production.
0: Now, what do you think about this? Uh, I think it's an interesting move that President Biden and, Former President Trump's going to go into Detroit. They're they're all just bidding for a, you know another four more years. Yeah, but from uh, from dueling perspectives too, because uh, President
1: Biden uh, has often said that he's the most pro union president in history. So that's going to be his position. He's going to be walking the picket line with the UAW president in Detroit mm-hmm. on Tuesday, and then President former President Trump. Is going to be giving a speech to UAW workers, largely telling them that the union has failed them, and they need to turn their backs on them. So, you know, polar—not, I mean, here—not not shocking, diametrically opposed positions on it. And uh, some other candidates have weighed in. Tim Scott, who is a South Carolina senator and is running for president as a Republican candidate, he came out and said the. Manufacturers should just lock them out and fire them all and hire new workers, which is a is a bold strategy. Considering yeah. there's more jobs open than there are workers able to work, so right. uh, hiring a highly trained workforce from uh, the start would <laughs> probably be a
0: fairly difficult thing to do. Yeah, can you imagine and that you hasn't? Those comments haven't exactly gone over great. Yeah. Can you imagine getting one of those cars that the new person built? It's like, you know, we, we always joke that depending on what time of the like time of the week your car was built, that could sure. also give you a good inclination of the success that you're going to have with that. Yeah. Car. Is it a Friday car? Right. Yeah. Well, and
1: then there used to be and th- this is true. I've had this happen. Uh, you get cars delivered and you open up the glove box and there's random parts in it. And those are parts that they just fit nowhere to put them in the car. Yeah, just <laughs> so they the glove they box. just lobbed them in the glove box. Actually does happen. That's now, hilarious. that being said, the, the quality of the domestic uh, cars has improved dramatically. It's not what it was in the 80s. They actually are all making pretty good products. But it, it is funny when you see something like that. Yeah,
0: no, I mean, it's... <laughs> You just never know. So, what? What do you? What, in your opinion, what? What do you think is going to happen from here? I I think
1: they're going to, they're going to be in it for a while. I don't think the UAW is going to take their foot off the pedal because this is something that's going to be a huge part for their survival as an organization. The other thing that Ford has done. That I think has backed off the pressure on Ford is they've made moves to unionize their EV division, which right now isn't. And if you look at one of the other major story arcs of automotive manufacturing over the summer, it's been the announcement of three, four, five billion dollar EV factories all around the world. Toyota announced a huge EV development center that they put in Michigan which is unusual because most Toyota factories that have been built in the last two decades have coincidentally been built in southern non-union states. But they built their EV hub in Michigan. And when they announced it, they said that their next generation of EV batteries are going to be a third of the weight with triple the range. If you drop the weight down, current EV cars have about 6,000 pounds of batteries. They're super heavy vehicles fly through tires because they're so heavy Mm. you cut the weight down to 2000 now you got a car that's lighter less expensive and it's going to have double triple the range of most gas tanks that's a game-changing decision and that's going to be met by everyone else i I think the uaw is actually looking forward and they can see the future isn't going to be hundred thousand $180,000, six thousand, pound mid-sized sedans that get 200 mile range EVs. The EVs are actually going to become the budget car that they can produce fast that gets 600 miles of range and that are cheaper because they have less parts. It's just a matter of getting these battery factories cranking. So They need to be in that because if they're not in that, they're done. So They are looking forward. They're looking towards the future. And I think that's going to be another key area of contention because there's multi billion dollar battery factories being built all over the country. There's a huge one. The biggest economic, single biggest economic impact of a company in Kansas's state history is Panasonic building a $5 billion factory in Payola, Kansas. On the old sunflower ammunitions plant just outside of overland park kansas so still in the casey metro that's being built there's a huge one being built in columbus ohio suburbs by honda there's a huge hyundai ev factory being built in south carolina these companies aren't idiots obviously they're not building four, five, six billion dollar facilities because they're going to fail. Those are going to work, and you're going to see a lot of lower price EVs. As uh, I think we talked about, VinFast, the Vietnamese car company that was bringing out the inexpensive EVs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean
0: they're going to follow. They're coming. Oh, it's very interesting. Well, for all you, we would love to hear your comments. For all you guys that are listening, leave your comments below. Like, what do you think? about this strike like what's your opinion we want to hear your opinion send us a message through the auto authorities.com send, send us the message on the auto authorities uh youtube page that's where we want you to go right now go to the youtube page subscribe give us your give us your opinion we're going to keep updating you on this and we have some great great updates uh coming to you um again my name is jay this is gerald the auto authorities signing off